0: hello everyone welcome to another week's edition of dork side of the ring the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated it is celebrated i am matt marbury with me at the table as he is always adam tollefson how you doing bud you're nothing more than a ginger jackass that plays pocket pool on a weekly basis.
1: <laughs> what was that from? That was from the Chris Jericho Orange Cassie debate. Oh, I do remember. <laughs> I did see that. I didn't have enough time to memorize the, uh,
0: climate, the climate change, change response. Question? Yeah. <laughs> the rising sea levels. God, that would have been really funny if you <laughs> if did I that. If I just nailed it. It would have been really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is episode 21, everybody. We are recording on 8-12 of 2020. And unfortunately, I think from for the first time since we started doing this, Adam, we have to say goodbye to a legend. To one of the boys. Can you remember anybody that's passed since we started recording this? Not off the top of my head. Which is kind of weird to me where it's like... We're 21 weeks in. We didn't lose a wrestler in 20 weeks. I was going to say, there might be someone that we are missing, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, anyways, Kamala. We lost Kamala at the age of 70. Uh, he passed away on the 9th of August due to cardiac arrest. It should be noted that he tested positive for COVID-19 No oh, shit. on August 5th. Whoa. Yeah, his wife thinks he probably contracted the virus at a medical facility that he frequented for dialysis treatments. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, he's best known for his several stints in the WWF as the Ugandan Giant Kamala. Um, In the mid-80s, he was managed by Freddie Blassie and feuded with Hulk Hogan and Jake Roberts. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that run one iota. No,
1: uh, when I started going down the rabbit hole of his stuff, I was like... Oh shit! Uh, against Hogan, click. Oh, against Andre and Cage, click. Uh, yeah. you know he just had a he was
0: all over. Well, he was definitely one of those like, uh, you know, you hear about the Monster Factory where Hogan would just be getting these guys groomed to bring up to WWF so he could conquer them. Big nasty heel, and he's definitely one of those guys. Um, he returned in 1992 to feud with the Undertaker under the guidance of Harvey Whippleman and his handler Kimchi who I guess was usually portrayed by the Brooklyn brawler.
1: Really? Yeah. It must be like multiple ones. Cause oh, I'm s- sure it is. I watched, um, uh, him, uh, Kamala versus Andre the giant in a cage, like 80, 1984.
0: Well, and- that's that run before the brawler then. Okay. Was and, there,
1: and they called kimchi Friday.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I saw that. Um, This led to the first ever casket match at Survivor Series 92.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess he did have the first
0: one. And then he was out of the company by summer of 93 and then popped up briefly in WCW as a member of Kevin Sullivan's Dungeon of Doom faction. That's right. And in 2011, he had his left leg amputated due to issues with blood pressure and diabetes. And like I said, I, I definitely remember that 92 run pretty... Pretty well, you know, the SummerSlam match against The Undertaker. Yep. And then that led to the Survivor Series casket match. Yeah, when he was just terrified. The great um, uh, vignettes leading up to that were like takers making the coffin, like this giant fucking coffin with the moon. On, be- and the yeah, the, the, the coffin stars. lid looked up just like his big belly. <laughs> that and that was like, okay, so you think of a casket match now. To win the casket match, you have to put your opponent in the casket. Oh, right. Yeah, they had the, the hammer nails, him. right? He got the one, two, three, and then, and then dumps them oh, in okay. the casket. But you're right. He had like, uh, I don't know, three and a half inch <laughs> nails that Paul Bearer handed him. That's right. And he's drilling them in, dude. Like one <laughs> one whack and that whole fucking thing's in there. Now, that could have been previously um, nailed. I don't know. But, right. But I tell you what, yeah, that was good shit when, I don't know, it's... It, part of it is the time you saw it, you know? So I'm 11 years old in 1992. Yeah. You're, the, you're in the prime for top. character
1: yes. wrestlers.
0: Yes. And Kamala played that role to a T man. Like he, um, they showed some, uh,
1: backstage or not. What do you call them? Bloopers kind of thing. Like, uh, off air or whatever with mean gene. And he was like, uh, good grief, you would just look like the reincarnation of Sugar Bear Harris. (laughs) That was like his former name, and he's dying laughing. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, I want to say hi to my mom and dad, like totally out of character, which is pretty cool, you know. I never saw that documentary that they did with him. I didn't either. They did one because they were trying to, think, raise money for the diabetes stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's had some awesome wrestling figures, too. Um, I often talk about, you know, when Mattel puts out an elite line, And some guys that you feel like are only going to get one figure, they tend to kind of go all out on it. Right. That was definitely the case with the Kamala here. You know, he comes with the soft goods uh, skirt. Oh, yeah. He's got the big shield. He's got the mask, the necklace. Like Most guys are lucky to get just like a title belt and like a rubber, some sort of rubber shirt or something, you know. Right. And the likeness looks so good. The Hasbro, really good. Yeah. All of his figures look good. He had an LJN. That was pretty good. No shit. Mm-hmm. Um, um,
1: he had like the best. I feel like his face paint gets overlooked when you talk about great face
0: paint. Oh, it's so love, good. It is. It just works. So good. Um, what other ones? He definitely had like a Jack's classic superstar, which I do not have. Um, and then I have the micro brawler there. So I, I, I've got three Kamala figures and I put them up here as a little, a little shrine to the man. A little home homage. What's your favorite, uh, kamala moment or match or uh it might might
1: have changed uh just today because i kind of forgot about the kamala thing that we talked about so i was like i gotta watch some kamala so i found um that andre cage match was pretty gnarly and then this, this isn't the match that happened but he also slammed on andre the giant yeah and he like makes hogan's uh body slam look weak in comparison
0: which well, I'm sure He's a lot I'm a, sure A lot more able to uh, Help him out I think than he was At Wrestlemania 3 Yes Yes This was back in the Wait when was Wrestlemania 3 though
1: Cause this, uh, I think 87 Okay Yeah this is like 84 or 83 or something Yeah
0: 87 uh, or 88 Would be Wrestlemania 3
1: That's good The the casket Match has probably Gotta be the Cause I was the same age As you And the that, match isn't
0: that great Like I went back And watched it And you're, you're just It's the whole thing Where like Whippleman and kimchi like no you got this Kamala and he goes and he do, Gets up for the chop and take her. just keeps Stalking him and then he gets <laughs> he's scared shitless Of that casket man like yeah. He'll like go off the rope and the casket's sitting There um at ringside And like he will like refuse To bounce off that rope he's like oh Oh cause it's right there you know? yeah and They had a really cool um Kamala's out first um As you may imagine For that and uh They had a really cool camera shot for when, because Paul Bearer comes out pushing the casket, like it's on wheels, you know? Yeah. He's got the urn sitting on it and he's just pushing it and they like get a cameraman right in front of him and you just see Paul Bearer like pushing this casket and he's doing like the head (laughs) shit. He's (laughs) like, ooh. (laughs) All right. It's just, it was really a, a good visual. Nice. Um you said something about Juggalos. Oh something. yeah,
1: he was at uh, the Gathering of the Juggalos in like 2016 or something. Holy shit! Maybe maybe 14. It was whenever Did he, he have both of his legs. Yes, it's gotta be pre 2011 then. Oh, then maybe this is like 09 or something. It's whenever they did, okay. They had this thing called flashlight, yes, wrestling. Yep. So it's an attempt at like two in the morning or something, yeah. <laughs> and so at like four in the morning, when Kamala's match is there and then done, he's in the ring singing lounge tunes, smoking a blunt. Oh man, and then I found out he has a whole album of lounge tunes. <laughs> Is he here? He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost Wait, of Kamala. He just has an album of lounge tunes. Yeah. Well, I I don't. When I was going through the YouTube stuff, you know, checking out stuff, there was yeah. It says full album Kamala, and I was so I never clicked on it, but I, I'm guessing if that's his thing. At the, if you're gonna go to the Gathering of the Juggles and do lounge tunes, I'm guessing that's probably
0: your forte. So I asked if he had his leg, and you said yes. He's standing, or you don't know. I think he was standing. Well, that's he, he wrestled. Could still he wrestled Oh, he there. did wrestle. Yeah, he did wrestle. Holy moly. Well, man, I th- Kamala will be missed. That's one of those guys that you you remember him. Oh yeah, for no sure. Doubt.
1: Very very uh very well remembered.
0: <laughs> well, as I said, it is 8/12/2020 and oh, wrong button. I am really uh not with it today. On this day in pro wrestling history, there we go. That's the button I wanted, Adam. On this day in pro wrestling history, 1989, the WWF ran their first ever event in Alaska, hmm. running the Sullivan Arena in Anchorage with the following results. There were more matches on the card, but I just picked the ones that uh, that I liked. Bret Hart fought Mr. Perfect to a draw. Nice. That's that's. Uh, several years before they're like classic at SummerSlam too. Um the Ultimate Warrior pinned Andre the Giant at the 10 second mark. Wow. Like that's short for a warrior match especially against Andre. And like I said that's Andre's on his he's not Andre at this point no. really. But still he's Andre the fucking Giant like Yeah, Warrior just ran in and never stopped running, right? That must have been rope
1: shoulder, shoulder block.
0: splash one two three right <laughs> yeah. that's about it it's still fast uh the rockers Shawn michaels and marty janetti who definitely killed a guy <laughs> no, <was> kidding, allegedly <laughs> defeated Jacques and raymond Rougeau. the Rougeaus had a pretty good run oh yeah and then um uh, jimmy snooka pinned the honky tonk man so they definitely didn't have, like, their A-team going up to Alaska.
1: Also possibly two murderers on this
0: card. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't know what some of these guys have done either. Uh, if, you were to t- if you were to tell me the warrior had a couple bodies under his belt, I wouldn't be shocked. 1992, Masahiro Chono defeats Rick Rude in the finals of New Japan's G1 tournament at Sumo Hall in Tokyo. As a result of the win, Chono also won the NWA World Heavyweight title, which had been vacant since Ric Flair left WCW for the WWF in the summer of
1: 1991. Hmm. Rick Rude was over in Japan too, huh?
0: Rick Rude in the finals of the G1, dude. That's That's crazy. That is
1: crazy. I should probably yeah. I was gonna say I should probably go back and watch some G one, but I haven't even watched the G one from like last year. <laughs> like
0: they just announced the schedule for this. Normally year. the G one would be going out well. it Oh over. yeah, over right? Yeah, it would have been done in like uh, end of June, but they didn't just announce like the schedule. They haven't said who's in it yet. Okay. Um, just dates then. Yeah, and I think it's like October to November, kind of cool. But yeah, that's the thirtieth G one. Wow. So yeah, you got a lot to go back to if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna do it. Yeah. You want to do it? No, do it. <laughs> 1997, Chris Jericho defeated Alex Wright, Das Wonder Kid, for the WCW Cruiserweight title in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and that began Jericho's second reign with that belt. 2008, Colt Cabana made his WWE main roster debut as Scotty Goldman. Oh boy! During a SmackDown taping in Norfolk, Virginia. I think that lasted like three matches.
1: Yeah, he didn't. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. No, like literally. I think, I'm trying to remember who they were. Because like, he talks about them all the time. The matches?
0: Yeah. It's
1: like one there, one on Heat maybe or something like that. Or a dark
0: match on SmackDown. Yeah, I, you definitely, too. I'm 100% sure about the Heat one. That's, that's okay. ringing a bell big time. Um, Speaking of Juggalo Championship Wrestling, Adam, that you just brought up. In 2011, they held their Legends and Icons Eye Pay Per View. Here is the card: Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Tito Santana in a steel cage. Classic. Um, <laughs> I don't know what is this in one 2011, but <laughs> Rhino defeated Raven, Balls Mahoney, Shane Douglas, Sabu, and Too Cold. Wait, Too Cold Stor- Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. And Al Snow in a Philly Madness match. Got ECW, ECW, anything those kind of shit. I was like
1: right? no Tommy Dreamer in there, huh?
0: Bob Backlund defeated Ken Patera. Wow. <laughs> Ken Patera. I'd love to see Bob Backlund backstage at a Juggalo Championship wrestling fuck event. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Um. You think he made them recite the presidents? Fuck no. <laughs> to get a picture. The Wolf Pack, uh, which was Kevin Nash and X-Pac with Scott Hall on the outside. Mm-hmm. This is Scott Hall's kind of downtime. So. Oh, yeah.
1: So go to the juggle, uh, the gathering. Yeah. You'll, you'll,
0: you'll, you'll do fine there, pal. <laughs> they beat the New Age Outlaws with Vampiro as special guest referee. Hey, that's fun. Vampiro's a juggle. It's, it's true. Um, a battle royal featuring Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Headbanger Mosh, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, Headbanger Thrasher, Carlito, nice, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, mm-hmm. Mr. USA Tony Atlas, <laughs> Big Daddy V, Viscera, and then I don't know who Rob Conry, Conway is, do you? I'm, yeah, I remember him. Zach Gowan, Doink the Clown, Eugene, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Dis- Disco Inferno, and Rikishi. That's fun. Was won by Zach Gowan. <laughs> yes, one of their own. And Roddy Piper beat Terry Funk. Wow, that's a star-studded fucking. That's that star is power. a lot of. Uh, I wonder how much that cost him to get all of those guys. Me
1: too. That was the first thing I'm thinking.
0: Because some of them are just, you you see some of these names and you think they're gonna, you know, garner a lot of money, but they don't. No. Like we could get Greg Valentine tomorrow for like fifteen hundred dollars easy. Oh, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> but some of them. Yeah, the rest of them, it, and
1: all that adds up. Holy shit, that's a exactly. lot. Exactly, and that's what it that's is. That's a it big adds card. Up. Like a lot of indies will just do, you know, a couple, a couple of those guys, and, and that's their their draw money. You know what
0: I mean? <laughs> their spotlight. Juggle. We went to a Juggalo Championship Wrestling show once. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. It was called like Hatchet Attacks or something like yes, that. Yes, it, it was. was. It was fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right, the Retro Raw Review. Um, The first thing right out of the gate, Adam, we got a little update from old VKM.
2: Due to life-threatening complications from a ruptured kidney, intercontinental champion Ahmed Johnson underwent emergency surgery this past week. The procedure known as fusion stemmed internal bleeding in Ahmed's damaged kidney injury was originally sustained by a series of blows to Ahmed's kidney area by newcomer Farouk Assad. The injury was further aggravated, however, by Ahmed's insistence on competing in last week's Battle Royal and yet another attack by Farouk. Ahmed demanded to be released from the hospital and is in fact at home improving. However, if his condition does not continue to improve, if the bleeding returns, unfortunately, it could very well necessitate kidney removal. However, I'm sure I speak for all the World Wrestling Federation fans who wish Ahmed Johnson a complete and rapid recovery.
0: He couldn't wait two seconds, Adam. (laughs) Actually, that was a lot longer clip than I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I thought I was hitting the raw music part. (laughs) Was yeah, off. but Vince
0: kept going. Well, however, yes, he, however, he kept tacking it on, however. So yeah, I guess that was a uh, legit injury. It was. Um, and with the whole like he competed in that battle royal thing. Well, that's because they taped it the same day, right? Or whatever. So I'm sure he was just like, "Fuck it, I'll go out there." Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm hurting, but it felt like my
1: insides were cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll that, get to that right? really Funny. <laughs> oh fuck. The match, uh, match number one, that Farouk versus skip, uh, Lawler extra creepy this
1: week with Sonny. Do you like, they kept showing close ups of his face when she first came out in that, yeah. that white dress. And he looked whatever. like,
0: um, the kid from Christmas story looking at the fucking red rider. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, but, um, Sonny did kind of reciprocate that later on and we'll get to that. Um, when she's doing her promo for the upcoming Bikini Beach Blast That's or whatever. Right. I don't know. But in this match, it's Sonny's new man against Sonny's old man. Uh, and I was like, Farouk looks really big here. Like I, I don't wanna go as far as to say fat, but the man is thick here. Yeah.
1: Um He's kinda in between. I, I think it's muscle and
0: I just picture him like later on when he's uh, in the APA and stuff, and he doesn't look like his lower half doesn't look as big as it does here. I don't know.
1: Could be the gas, juice. <laughs> OJ Simpson. <laughs> what did you, did you say? It was her. It's her. It's her new man versus, versus her, her old man, or first man.
0: who was the old man?
1: I think I heard first man.
0: No, I said old, new man versus old man.
1: Right, but when I watched the show. I thought I heard first,
0: man. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't write that down from the show. Because they were all <laughs> high school sweet start. Really? No. Oh, they said that. Did they? Yeah. I was just going that she managed Skip first, and now she's managing him. Either way, he mauls Skip for, like, the entire five-minute match. Oh, yeah. The only bit of off- offense that Skip gets in is, like, a couple of punches, and then every time Farouk just shuts that shit down immediately. Yep. And I think he just wins it with uh with a power slam kind of move and gets the pinfall victory. And at, then wait, at, hold on, at one point,
1: hold on. Skip yeah. Skip does punch Farouk's helmet.
0: Which I know Yes. Noticed. And, and then McMahon's like, he's punching him in the forehead or something. And I was like, Yeah, and like Farouk Farouk's like acting like it hurt. I'm yeah. like, wait a
1: minute.
0: <laughs> 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 What's the helmet for that? We know it's a leather helmet, but still, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but still. And at the conclusion of the match, uh, they get Jake the Snake on the phone for a promo because it's going to be him and Lawler at SummerSlam. Yes. And they show footage of Lawler pouring the gym beam down Aldo Montoya's throat from last week. And then Jake's like, the power that lives within me that saved me will crush you. Do you remember what Lawler says? Yeah, he's like,
1: "What's what's inside you is a hundred proof." <laughs>
0: what's in <laughs> what's like in that. you is a hundred proof, Jake. <laughs> and I will not be defeated by an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, he's which great. is um, which is great because you've always heard that Lawler like does not touch the booze. Yeah, since day one. Since day one, been like, on the never done any drugs, never drank. He did a shot of like orange juice or some shit <laughs> with us. <laughs> which is fucking bullshit because. Well, I guess with us, yeah, that's fine. But if you hear about like shit, I can't. I'm gonna forget the guy. I'm gonna forget who the legend was. You're I want to say it was like Jerry
1: not drinking's bullshit.
0: No, no, oh. no. I'm saying him not like bending that rule once in a great while or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm totally gonna butcher this. Maybe this can go in botch spots next week. <laughs> yeah. But um there's a story. You know, CM Punk is renowned for being straight edge, right? Yep. And. I want to say it was like Lemmy backstage at a at a WWE show. Okay. And he's like, they're all, the gang's all having shots or whatever. And he fucking gives one to Punk. And Punk's not going to not have a shot with Lemmy. So he's like, eh, fuck it. It's not going to kill me. He drops one back. No, no oh shit. It was shit. a Harley race, maybe. It might have been oh, a Harley race. Harley
1: race. I've also heard that kind of same story with Jericho and Lemmy with a
0: SIG. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, maybe that's Same where I'm getting dude. it from. But yeah, I think it was either Harley race or it was somebody where it's like, dude, one, one shot of booze is yeah. not going to turn you into a raging alcoholic. Right. Um, so yeah. you can't <laughs> tell that guy. No. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, match two. We get Savio Vega versus crush. Yeah, Clarence man. Mason. And a, I
1: forgot. Now, is this there all the time? But he comes out with the face tattoo. Yes. Did That's is that. For real? I don't
0: Looks think Looks like a so. work, right? I don't think it's real. Like I think you'll see that rub off if he gets into a match of <laughs> any like, sort of sub- substance. Same tattoo artist Hakushi goes to, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, "What? Wow. What a bummer I was at We when I saw Hakushi was like going to be my guy." Yes. He had that really killer match with Bret, Bret Hart on like The First or Second in Your House. Yeah. Then we see him at a live house show at like, like like Rockford or something. A real local one around here? And the man didn't have one tattoo on his body because it wasn't televised. I'm like, no. (laughs) Crush here. Next thing you're going to tell me is that uh, the Easter Bunny's not real.
1: (laughs) Crush is way before his time with all these uh, new rappers nowadays. No shit. He started that OG stuff.
0: Yeah, he doesn't look anything like he did the last time we saw him. With the hair braided. Full-on biker gimmick, hair braided, denim vest. He does work very similar to when... He turned to Evil Crush. Yeah. You know, he has yeah. like punches and stuff. It all like looked very similar to Evil Crush. Same moveset. Yes. Um, this was like a pretty long match for nothing going on. I mean, he just Savio kind of bumped all over the place for him. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh Clarence Mason is on commentary for the whole time, and the whole match is spent talking about like Crush's return. Um They were saying in the match that Crush's Mason says something about crushes finishers, a heart punch or something like that. Oh, I missed that. But he wins it with With the full full Nelson, Nelson, which I thought was very strange. So did
1: I. Um, It's like, why'd you give up the heart punch?
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, he said something about, he's going to hit him with that heart punch and it's going to be over. And then like two minutes later, he locks on a full Nelson and and it's a wrap. (laughs) I have a quick, did you know, Adam? Okay. Did you know? Clarence Mason is actually an attorney in real life. I didn't look him up. If you're in South beach, Florida, real name, Herman Stevens, jr. Oh shit. Yep. Still practicing. Apparently. Um, also did you know on March 13th, 1995 crush was arrested at his home in Hawaii for purchasing steroids and possessing an illegal firearm which led to his release from WWE. I was just going to say, are you
1: going to tell me that those charges
0: are true? Cause I think they were, (laughs) they were, they were man. Art imitating life, dude. I guess if it's going to happen and you're going to bring the guy back, why not weasel it into the story? I don't know. Yeah. Then you, yeah. Then you put it out there first or you acknowledge it and that way it's not a thing. Correct. And then this is what we were talking about. Back from the break, we see Sonny behind like a fabric screen, trying on bikinis and this is to m- promote the bikini beach blast off for the free for all prior to SummerSlam. Yeah. Which they did on like the preview channel. You remember that? Yes, I do. And she does say something about like, King, save a spot on your lap for me or something like that. And yeah. he's like, he's like, I'll save a spot for you. Just don't get my pants wet. And yeah. I was like, Jesus That's what I said. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, good Lord. <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> I feel like that went way over my head at eleven, though. Or yeah, oh, or fourteen. Whatever. Y- you thought or whatever. it like, well,
1: maybe they're getting wet because they're in bikinis. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> it is the beach.
1: It is the beach.
0: It is the wildest party of the summer, according to Vince. <laughs> it's probably going to be a pool involved. I get it. Match three. This is a barn burner. TL Hopper with who versus the Godwins. Whose gimmick? No, the gimmick's fine. Whatever. A mask man. I don't care. All yellow was a very weird choice And you might say Hulk Hogan wore yellow But like Who didn't wear any knee pads or elbow pads So it was just like Yellow trunks, yellow mask, yellow boots Yeah Pasty as shit Harry dad
1: bod You know Like mm. Who did you look up who who was I told you a
0: couple weeks ago who who was You did Yeah
1: Brooklyn Brooklyn, No Mm -hmm. Natty's
0: dad anvil that's right
1: oof he's in rough shape or maybe (laughs) maybe not he's always had that that singlet i can't believe that he does look like shit here though he looked bad there (laughs) oh fuck god damn team him with tl too.
0: (laughs) bob backland is out at ringside campaigning he sits in on commentary the match sucks Backlund spends the whole time talking about society's ills and how poor of a role model Shawn Michaels is. and I love
1: Psycho Bob
0: here. I do too, but if you think of it I'm that, the Psycho Bob, when he was putting everybody in a cross chicken wing, that's like two and a half years before this. Really? Yeah, he, this doesn't go anywhere, I don't think. God, did, did you remember what he said? What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wrote down here. um, It gets weird when he starts talking or starts in on the school system, uh, talking about the sex education program and all this stuff. And they should be teaching abstinence. And instead, they're teaching our kids how to put a condominium on. Yeah. He goes,
1: maybe then they won't acquire AIDS (laughs) if they put on a condominium.
0: Laura goes, I live in a condominium. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was weird. And then he got up. And he starts yelling at McMahon like off headset, and right. can't really hear what he's saying. But I did pick up one thing. He said something about like, "You remember one year ago on Raw or something like that." And oh shit, I don't know. I didn't have time to to go into it, but I felt like Bob Backlund was really hot about something here, and like he's, in real life, She looked like it. <laughs> then uh, WWF President Gorilla Monsoon joins us via satellite to let us know that Ahmed, due to Ahmed's injury. The Intercontinental Championship is now vacant, and he announces a tournament for the title that will start next week on Raw. During the announcement, the Godwins win the match with a slop drop on who. This was one of those where nobody gave a fuck about the match. It was all about other shit going on.
1: Yep. Throw some Bob in there. Let's get an IC
0: tourney announced. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Then we get the main event of the evening. Which is Owen Hart with Jim Cornette Versus Shawn Michaels with Jose Lothario And Shawn Michaels Has that big match with Vader coming up At SummerSlam Vader's in Camp Cornette, Owen's in Camp Cornette So it's just like You're just wait. You're, again, you're just waiting For the running, right? Also Owen Hart had a condominium on his wrist <laughs> That's what Lawler said <laughs> He did? Yeah, that's great <laughs> That cast is looking pretty dingy at this point, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like to, the dirtiest to, thing. It's a used condominium. Used. <laughs> used, but good. Um, it's a non-title match, of course, um, but I was excited to see this match, and so was the crowd. It was like the first time in the night that they were pumped. Yeah, man. And if you look at the card, I mean, who could blame them? All three matches before this sucked. Right. And this is a pretty good one. It goes three segments. Owen gets most of the offense in. Uh, And then when HBK finally does gain the upper hand, Vader hits the ring. Comes out. And this was a pretty good little segment here. Vader hits the ring for the distraction, but he eats a super kick. Then Owen eats two super kicks. Yep. Sean gets the win. Vader grabs a chair on the outside. Sean grabs the cast off of Owen Hart's wrist. (laughs) And there's like a standoff. Vader's on the apron with the chair. HBK's begging him to come in, holding the the, uh, cast. cast. Yep. Meanwhile, Cornette throws the tennis racket into Owen, who you think is going to waffle Sean from behind, but uh, Sean sees it coming and gets another dose. Owen gets another dose of sweet chin music. Did, didn't he like kick the racket out of his hand? Or he, like, yeah. yeah, He was like going for it? it and he caught. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. He, well, he super kicked Owen, right. and The racket goes up flies up, up there and, and he then he catches, catches it, it,
1: waffles Cornette. Okay,
0: um, but that allows Vader to get the advantage and he hits Sean with two Vader bombs. And yeah. then he's going up for the moonsault right as the rock goes Dude, off. Dude, I think I remember this
1: watching when we were a kid because I remember being like bummed out, we're like, oh shit, he's going to do it. Cause it was pretty, it was an event when he
0: did it. it yeah, you didn't see it. You didn't see it a lot. And he didn't, yeah. definitely didn't see a big man do it. Right. And then, yeah. And then we're out of time. Yeah, it's like I'm two Vader like, oh. bombs on and he, The refs are like, no, no, no. And he climbs up and you're like, holy shit, we're going to get this moonsault. <laughs> yeah. And right as he like gets on the top rope, it just goes, nah, what a bummer. They're gonna make us. They're gonna make us order SummerSlam to get to to see see moonsault. Yes, to see what happens. (laughs) What now? I'm willing to bet that we never ordered SummerSlam '96. I definitely remember SummerSlam ordering SummerSlam '94.
1: What's the main event? Undertaker.
0: Undertaker. Yep, we did. The main event of this is HBK Invader. Hmm. Nah, I don't think so See, we were young We couldn't just fucking buy everything You could, you didn't hit everything for $9.99 a month Hell no You had to save up for that shit That's right uh, Next up is the August 19th, 1996 edition of Monday Night Raw Check it out on the network uh, We will see the dust settle from SummerSlam uh, So yeah, if you guys want to watch it uh, before we record next week You can follow along with us at home Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right, as far as news goes, um, Battle Pack Series 67 is now up for pre-order at ringside. And that includes... So they always put those out in, in uh, sets of three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a tag team. Other times it's like rivals. I don't know. Okay. I was going to ask you about that because I think one mm-hmm. of these I was like, what the? Why are these two together? Uh, might that be the Steve Austin, AJ Styles battle pack? Correct. That comes with a contract that says AJ Styles, with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? It never did. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so
1: weird. I was like, maybe Stone Cold moderated one and I missed it. I don't know. You know, no, what I'm but
0: it, that's that comes with that. They always have to throw an accessory in there, but I don't know why you wouldn't just throw like steel chair or something. That seems weird. <laughs> Some beer. Yeah. Uh, the other one is a Randy Orton Kofi Kingston with the WWE Championship, the current day one. Both of those are like current day. And then the one that everybody is uh shredding online is the Miz and Morrison two pack that comes with the tag team SmackDown Tag Team titles. Yeah. Have you seen this?
1: Uh it was like on my email, so I didn't get to like zoom in or anything. Why they look terrible.
0: Uh well this, I get to be the judge. Yeah, you you get to be the judge. <laughs> this is this is uh <laughs>
1: Oh my God. That's, that's supposed to be Morrison? Yeah.
0: No, it's supposed to be Miz. Yeah, that's
1: what the hell am I saying.
0: That's pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. But I always say to people, these are basic figs. Like, They're not the elite. They're not the elite. However, they've done some really good basic headstands yeah. before. So I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, fuck that. I, you know what? I take that back. <laughs> it should look better than this. It yeah. should be better than this.
1: I feel like a guy just did that off of memory. Because
0: there's times when like... <laughs> I forget what series it was, like 97, basic 97, 98, something like that. There was an Ultimate Warrior that I was like, that is the fucking best head scan on a warrior I've ever seen, no whether shit. it's Elite, Defining Moment, Ultimate, whatever. Spot on. It looked so good. Like, I almost bought it. I'm not a warrior guy, um, which is probably why I didn't get it. But, yeah, some of those, some of those head sculpts on the basics look amazing. But that John Morrison.
1: Does not look like him.
0: It looks terrible. Um, What else? Oh, the AEW Unrivaled Series 1. That continues to trickle into Walmart stores. That whole August 3rd thing, like we talked about last week, was pretty much completely botched. Not really. Okay, so it's like both sides are kind of throwing blame on the other. Okay. Actually, I don't know how. Like, Walmart's basically saying, look, AEW said these were going to be out on the 3rd. We didn't say that. Oh, okay. Like they're doing like a complete reset of their entire toy aisle, which they do usually twice a year. And I think it's, I think it usually happens earlier in the year, but but with with the situation, yeah, they usually do one like right before heading into holiday season. Makes sense. And one kind of the beginning of the summer. Okay. So I bet when these figures were first started to get, you know, the, the balls rolling on it, I thought, I think they probably thought, well, they'll have everything ready. And then it's just a matter of getting our product to the store before that, August third, boom, they hit the shelves, whatever. But I mean, they're starting to trickle out. Tit miss. Don't pay scalper prices. There's people that it's a twenty dollar figure. I mean, if you want it, I guess I would say if you want it now, go to Ringside. But they're on back order there too. But you pay twenty five bucks at Ringside for you instead of the twenty dollars at Walmart River. whatever. Yeah. But you're waiting until probably October now. You're better off just trying to find it in the store. I think. Sure. And then Jeremy Padauer, the guy that um he heads up Jazzwares who's putting these figures out. Okay. He basically said, like, um, if you overproduce a first or second series and they don't sell, your fucking line is dead. Oh, so you gotta kinda you have to kind of underproduce and maybe make more as you go and have a demand and build a strong right. foundation. Right. So that makes hundred percent sense to me when he says that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm still on the lookout. I don't even, I I don't even think I'm going to collect them, but I definitely am going to pick up like one or two when I see them in stores just to unbox them and check them out. I keep, yeah, I keep teetering too. I'm like,
1: eh, I'm good. And then I'm like, eh, maybe I won't pick up one or two. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at it and I'm like, Kenny looks pretty
0: cool. Well, like I <laughs> said, I have the, uh, the ring coming eventually and the bubbly nice. already ordered. That's right. as soon as That's that ring right. is released, the way ringside works is. Um, they wait till all of your shit is in stock before they ship it out.
1: Yeah. So you people order, can find the rings all right now.
0: Right? Well, the little ring. Oh, I got the fucking big you got dog the legit. Yeah. Nice. So, um, so I already have a Jericho and a Kenny. I'm thinking about just like probably grabbing a Cody and a Brandy if I see him out. Sure. I don't know. Uh, what else we got? The Cody Rhodes AEW TNT championship belt is finally finished. Did you see that? No, I haven't. Looks awesome. Was I it on to, Dynamite last week? No, oh, okay. he just got it today. Oh, shit. It should be it. on Dynamite tonight. All right. Um, Scorpio Sky. It's gold. It, I mean, it, it's it's gold, gold. It looks good. I think <laughs> good. it looks good. There's a lot. I mean, anytime a new title is introduced, there's a lot of people that just say they just shit on it. Oh, for sure. And sometimes it's warranted. Like, that new Intercontinental title is the drizzling shit. Great. Um kind of like the new united states yeah i'm fine with that one um i seen somebody like titles i'm not a fan of no i'm not either i seen somebody
1: like tweaked like on photoshop or something they would have just made like i don't know like some stars in the background on that new us one it looked it would have been like perfect yes but it still
0: looks pretty good i think it looks fine um and that brings me to purchases adam do you got do you got purchases oh yeah so i got i told you about the retros right you mentioned them to me, but I don't know if you mentioned them on the show. I got a shit ton of retros coming. Um, well, coming? So that, what'd, you, what'd you actually get?
1: Oh, what I actually got today is Hasbro's. I got a legit Andre the Giant. Woohoo! <laughs> Not a Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Texas Tornado, who nice. I've never owned. Nice. Nice. Um, Macho Man uh, series one, the orange. Yep, yep. And then Undertaker, uh, the red hair. Yep, yep. series
0: three. I yep. think. Yep. yep, that's a. Hey that's man, a good I'm, haul. I'm adding them up. I got a retro. Oh, and I got a Superfly earlier in the week. Soup, soup, Superfly. I got Greg the Hammer Valentine. I lost out. Maybe I lost out to you. No, I bought that off a guy in a Facebook group. This oh, wasn't an, right an eBay thing. He's. I mean, he's in great shape. He's in great and, shape, and they're pretty. Pretty common. I think I think I paid 15 shipped. Yeah, that's, I was camera. right in there, and I, I think it went over with where I was going. I was like, yeah, oh, wow, that's a really good shape." On right. Facebook Market, well, I clean him up a bit, too. You know, like He, he came looking a little bit grimy, but I clean him up. On Facebook Marketplace locally, actually, the guy lived right next to uh, my friend Tia's sister. No shit. Yeah. Um, I head over there. I have never seen this before. No, it's I like haven't. A, uh, I mean, it's from 19, what does it say? 1991. (laughs) So it's kind of the uh, era of the LJN figures. Yeah. It even has like the same stickers and stuff, but it's basically a, uh, it's called wrestling tops. And I don't know. It's just one of those weird little things where you, there's like these little tops and they have, A wrestler on them, and you and another guy spin the top, spin the top, and see who can like take (laughs) the other one out. And then they have pegs to like keep score. (laughs) That's fun. I don't know, man. I was like (laughs) something that old, and it's like basically in brand new condition. Um, I did open it at one point, but now it's sealed up. I don't know. Hold on. Well, we'll just we'll look at this off after the show because I got some more stuff, including probably one unboxing. Ooh. Um. Next up. Elite 77 finally hit our Walmart, and I already had the Rick Rude, but they did have the Chase Rick Rude. Oh, no shit. The all yellow tights with the pink boots and the Intercontinental. You can't really see it because it's in the packaging, but he's got the Intercontinental title airbrushed on his tights. And I still maintain that I think I like the other one better, like to display in my collection. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna pass up a chase when I see it in the no, store. So gotta scoop that up. Grabbed that, and then off Amazon, I got the Elite Survivor Series Don, Don Morocco with the tie dye from his uh, nineteen eighty eight Survivor Series match.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's not bad, and it, that's one of those that that was a uh, like a Walmart exclusive that never hit our store. Really, and I just you know every once in a while I hit I hop on Amazon. And I just browsed like WWE elite. And it said one avail only one left or whatever. It was like $18 shipped. And I was boom popped on it. And then a big old box from entertainment earth showed up. Finally, my wife ordered one and I ordered one and hers showed up yesterday. Mine still says it's sitting in a warehouse in like Simi Valley, California. It's been there for like two weeks.
1: (laughs) I I pitied the fool who, uh, Supposed to be shipping that out there.
0: You know who I pity. This is, a, by the way, this is the Mr. T, um, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Exclusive, and I pity the fool that's a mint in box collector because they will never be able to yeah. see this figure.
1: So the box uh, is just the big gold chains that Mr. T used mm-hmm. to wear, and as like one of the uh, emblems, you know. One of the charms is the uh, elite collection. It says. Other yep. than that, it's all covered in straight red. Can't see into it. Well, we're gonna crack this bad boy open, Adam. Good. Right here. Thanks for not being a in the box guy all the time.
0: I. You're mostly. I'm not. mostly loose. You're mostly loose. If it's something I'm gonna keep, I usually uh, it's usually loosey goosey. Ooh, it's like packaging in the packaging. Oh, oh it looks like an old VHS tape. Oh, that's gnarly. It looks like a uh, WrestleMania. The
1: WrestleMania box we used to rent from uh, tech.
0: Yes, dude. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh, another reason I'm glad I'm not a fucking minton box collector. Oh, it doesn't. I was gonna say it looks really cloudy, but it actually has this film that, or this uh, oh, like a plastic protective that came thing off. Over. And that's yeah, a cool dude. box,
1: man. That's probably the coolest uh, casing I've ever seen. I think for yes, for these, dude.
0: he's got a soft goods like camouflage trench coat. He's got the Mr. T weight belt, like red championship. Of course, he's got the gold necklaces. Um, I don't remember that gear. Like that's not the WrestleMania one gear. They just threw the. The it's Army kind of code a code
1: in, I think, for like the A team feel. <laughs> Either this, way, like, that Barack figure, <laughs> yeah, that figure fucking rules. There's some cool pictures of uh, Mr. T on the on the opening uh, cover here. That's neat, man. It's got Rod- Roddy Piper and like a uh, Fireman's Carry. We got Hogan and T, and then a close up, and then God, that's a lot of gold chains. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's pretty sweet. Puts man. Razor Ramon to shame. That's my
1: guy. <laughs> when that when you first busted it out, I was like.
0: Another razor? And then I saw the style of the chain. I'm like, nah. Um. The last thing I got also, I I just forgot about it until this moment. Um, this was another one of those like Facebook marketplaces things here in town. And I've never collected these, and I and I don't think I will collect these. But the chick only wanted $20 for all of this goodness that's still in the box. So these rumbler figures. Okay. I'll show you. Okay, so I'll I'll explain. I don't even know what the fuck these are. They're small. <laughs> they're like two inch figures. There's a Rey Mysterio. Oh, they got like um, uh, accentuated like arms. Uh, they're like blocky looking. I mm. don't know. Uh, but these are all new in the box. I mean, some of the boxes are a little bit dinged or whatever, But there's a Rey Zach Mysterio. Ryder? There's a Zack Ryder. There's, a, me. there's another Zack Ryder. And then it gets weird. There's, uh, there's like, two packs. So there's John Morrison, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> that John Morrison looks way better. Than oh, that. dude, where do you see this two-pack, Adam. Hornswoggle, Great horn <laughs> <laughs> Hornswoggle
1: and a helmet, no less. Uh, oh, speaking of, I did get another micro-brawler this week, Matt.
0: I was there when you got it. Yeah, it's Hornswoggle's. It's a micro-micro-brawler. <laughs> it's a... Here's a good one, Adam. R-Truth and CM Punk. Oh, straight edge. Straight edge punk. Now these are like, like play sets kind of now. These are kind of cool. This says uh, Attack Pack. It's, it's Miz and John Cena, and it says includes launcher, chair, and breakable table. Oh, they're starting to get creative. Yep. Uh, and then what else do I have? I have a ringside takedown play set that includes... Launcher and collapsible chairs. Oh, it's got it. This is like a announce table. Let me know when you get the
1: slide-out playset with the armored truck with Seamus.
0: I don't have that. <laughs> That's not in the box. Uh, an entrance blast playset. Oh, it's like a ramp. I'm telling you, I could create a whole fucking thing here. These are pretty sweet. Uh, that And that comes with a John Morrison. Well, this is an only at Walmart exclusive. Ooh-wee. And then this one is, this says uh, flip out ring with John Cena figure. I don't know. Apparently, there's a ring in there. I don't know. But this is the actual ring that comes with Cena and Miz. Jesus. Oh, Zack Ryder's. Oh, never mind. That is in front. I was like, <laughs> Zack Ryder's
1: in every one of these, almost.
0: So, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I did bad. There's no, I'm sure I'm not going to, I don't know what I'm going to do with these, but. I'm a sucker for like I can't just let these rot in somebody's garage. Yeah, these are pretty sweet <laughs> for twenty. I'm not bucks. mad at these. All that for twenty? Yeah, I mean Holy I did have to shit. drive to Monroe to get them, but Good. it was forty-five. Grab some minutes. cheese curds. It's worth the drive. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was great. Fucking a what a haul. <laughs> um, I think that's it. I definitely have. I have at least a couple things on the way this this next week already. I don't know. I'm hope I gotta slow down at some point. <laughs> I, I, I was just gonna say I love the one week I have four
1: no five figures and I'm like I'm gonna be able to hold my own. Matt's like there's new shit. I, don't, I didn't even know about these guys, but look at
0: there's 19 <laughs> things I have I didn't even know about. Well, I had them all in a little box that's not usually in my uh, my spot that I talk about. It's now time for What You watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. Brian Myers. What about... Oh, you're talking about when we saw Brian Myers live? Yeah. Yes, we went to ACW Wisconsin. They held a show at the Masonic Center in Oshkosh, and it was pretty fun, man. I um, saw a rumble. I've never seen a. You know, we've been to indie shows before where they'll have like you know a battle royal or something. I take that back. There was one that we went to, and I think it was like in Milwaukee, and they did do like a Halloween themed rumble. Remember that when yeah, everybody it was came like out costumes. In costumes, which was fun. Um but, yeah, Brian Meyer showed up at this ACW Wisconsin show, and it was pretty goddamn cool. It's a cool surprise. Um, there wasn't a ton more on the card. <laughs> Before I forget. Salem Crane defeated Joey Avalon for the Water City Championship. New champion. I like both those guys. I do, too. They do good work. I feel like when I first saw Joey Avalon, I was not in. Oh, I, was, I, f- I was not in. I fucking hated him. And then but, put him
1: against some other, like, Newer guys, I guess, and you're like, nah, yeah, he's solid, he's definitely solid, and he's got a fu- yeah, he's a bad man, it's a bad, bad man. <laughs> he's got a pretty it's good got a shovel. <laughs> Before I forget about um, you said the costume thing, uh, you know, what Theo Vaughn is, yeah, okay. I seen him the other day, I forgot who he was talking to, you and he goes, You ever been in a fight at a costume party? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes. Yeah, I think I was one time at a Halloween party. He goes, "That's pro wrestling, man." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck it, eh?"
0: That is, that's pretty. It's uh, pretty good. That's pretty goddamn Sightful. good. <laughs> <laughs> I watched quite a bit of wrestling, dude. Um, this is not one of my uh, mail it in weeks as far as the wrestling goes. I watched right, AEW. You, you go,
1: and I'll tell you if I've. Uh, yeah, I did too.
0: Remember how I said I didn't like those big multi-man lat- matches when the we were discussing the ten-man tag last week. True. Why don't we start with a twelve-man tag on this week's show? That was actually pretty fun. I was like, "You motherfuckers!" I thought like it was a personal attack on me. It, I think they are listening. It was a better match than the week before, though. Yes, it was fine. Um, Sammy Guevara busted open Matt Hardy with that chair. The more I look at that, I I don't think the chair busted him open. No. I think old Hardy got juice on his own. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Uh. What else happened? Oh, Santana and Ortiz destroyed Sue's minivan. Those bastards!
1: The the, the best friends, man. That's their. How are they going to get to the ring now? They promised
0: Sue that nothing would happen to her car. Mm. Dastardly, you know, uh, dastardly. WWE has the wrecking line, like the. Uh, I showed you. I picked up like the performance center that like breaks apart or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they have right now. They have all the slambulance, which is like an ambulance that you can like break apart. What? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> if I was uh, still playing with wrestling figures, I would own this thing. Yeah, we were born in the wrong era, yeah. dude. <clears throat> um, but I saw ringside. They're like, should we try to make a fucking <laughs> the van Sue's so mom? <laughs> yeah, the van. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. That was fun. Matt Cardona teamed with Cody, picked up a win in his debut against the Dark Order. And then the uh, like you referenced earlier, the Jericho Orange Cassidy debate was pretty fun. How'd you like the <laughs> was it Derby and Mox? Mox for the title. It was good. It was good. I I I don't know. Like I think these matches are gonna be better than they are. That's probably on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've often said like if you go into a especially like a WWE pay-per-view. With low expectations, you generally walk out being like, Oh, that was pretty good. I agree. But when for some reason I think I had it in my head that this Mox Derby match was gonna be much better than it was. Yeah. And that maybe that's on me, dude. Um good show. Yeah, SmackDown, nothing too great, like the Fiend stuff was sort of confusing because they Okay. I, I guess I missed that too. You
1: did. I, I swear I started SmackDown. I must have fell asleep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, in the beginning of SmackDown, they show the whole, like, fucking the whole thing from last year. The Alexa Bliss and stuff, right? Yes. Well, then, right later on in the show, we're talking, like, midway through hour two, probably. That's why. And the Fiend comes out, like, to the ring. Oh, really? Yeah. He comes to the ring, and while he's walking to the ring, they go to break. Which is fucking weird. that's a bad decision if you ask me for yeah. one. Yeah. So then they come back from break, and the fiend is in the ring, and so is Alexa Bliss, like sitting on her knees. What the fuck? And I was like, did I miss? Like, how'd she get there? Did I, yeah, and then I was like, "Are they showing the thing from last week?" Right, because it was like yeah. it looked Is exactly the same. Is gonna go red same. again?
1: And he's gonna get creepy, right?
0: And he like kneeled down by her, and she like starts stroking his face and shit, like all oh. seductively. Interesting. And then Braun pops up on the jumbotron, and he basically says, "Like he's the fucking, he's your worst nightmare, fiend, and this and that." And hmm. I don't know. It was, it was kind of confusing because, like I said, I didn't see Bliss come out with him, but and she then they was go to there. break, and she's there it just seemed it seemed weird so now maybe she's like hypnotized i don't or... know and then a bunch of the matches just end in schmazz finishes but the end of the show we got that retribution faction now when we saw him last monday that was pretty lame just throwing like a brick, brick. to the front performance center? no that was uh that was this monday but the, the when we oh, first sorry. saw that got you got you the the night we the first, Molotov at the Transformer thing. This like weirdly placed Transformer thing. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, stupid. Had no business being there. But they come in on SmackDown and it was like the Nexus running in that one time. Yeah, dude. Where they're like running off the announcers and they're running off cameramen. They had Corey Graves shook. Yeah, and then they go to the they go to the outside like where all the fans are behind the hockey glass, and they start roughing up a chick, and I was like, whoa. But then I realized I think at least two members of this retribution are chicks.
1: I saw a Twitter thing that was pretty funny. Somebody called them all aces and five eights because <laughs> they're all pretty t- short. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, but yeah, yeah I, they, I
1: didn't. So I didn't see this so on Monday. They showed like the recap, and I'm like,
0: "Holy shit!" Yeah, they so, got yeah. in the ring, and they were like piping in chainsaw sounds, which is the only thing that kind of took me out of it. But I will Damn say it. that chainsaw was live. As soon as they just touched that rope, it, it just, fucking just that's snaps. pretty cool. And that was I've, I've never seen that before. Uh, that was cool. Um and then Monday was pretty lame. Again, like the like you said, the whole brick through the <laughs> Yeah, That was pretty dumb. But the, the SmackDown shit, shit was pretty cool. I feel
1: like you don't go... Oh, and they tipped over a car, to be fair. On Monday? Yeah.
0: I must have missed that. Yeah. It was like a short segment. Who do you think Retribution is? I don't know. I think it's going... I mean, I'm not saying that's who's in it right this second. Because right now, it's just... It's next. It's NXT guys right now. Like. Did it... I, well, you know what? Okay, I think it's going to end up being.
1: At first, I swear I thought I heard Kyle, uh, Bobby Fish, or Kyle O'Reilly at one point, but I'm like, nah, yeah, I don't. Uh, it sounded like one of them, but I don't think so.
0: I think it's going to be some of the people they let go.
1: Ooh, that'd be cool. Coming back, that would make sense for retribution, right?
0: Yeah, interesting. I I'm like wrong. that. I like that. Um, and then I watched NJPW Strong, which is going to be which is new Japan's new show on Friday nights on new Japan world. It's like the American, this is where they had the American version of the new Japan cup. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So they had the whole first round. It's only an eight man tournament. That's right. Jeff Cobb, uh, girls of destiny, right? It was, um, Jeff Cobb took on, yeah. Loa. Jeff Cobb won that. I have it written down here. Hold on. That's what the whole show was. It was like an hour long and it was four matches. Okay. Um, kenta over carl fredericks who i'm not familiar I've with never heard of him either but i guess he was like a young boy and then went to excursion or whatever and then came back and now he's got his gimmick or whatever that's cool uh jeff Cobb, kenta looked fucking crazy like he's got long hair not long long hair but like he ain't had a haircut since covid oh shit yeah he's i don't know he <laughs> is he in bullet club yeah okay yeah um jeff cobb beat tangaloa David Finley, who I don't really like,
1: I don't like David Finley either.
0: He eliminated Chase Owens, who I also oh, don't like. Chase. I Owens. wish that would have just ended a double. Isn't he DQ. like the eagle or something? He's the crown, or the, the crown jewel the bullet crown Jewel. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and then Tamatonga defeated Brody King. So oh, this, Brody King
1: was in it. Huh? Yeah, dude. That's so cool.
0: the second round matches are going to be Kenta versus Jeff Cobb, which will be good, and then Finley versus Tamatonga, which. I think that'll be good, too. And I think we're probably heading toward an all-bullet club final. I think I think oh, Kenta probably wins over Jeff Cobb. I could see that going either way. Sure. Uh, but I definitely think Tamatanga takes out David Finley. Oh, yeah. Well, one would hope. I sure hope. I don't want to live <laughs> in that world. <laughs> and then uh, this was a weird one. So I got a guy at work. His name's Jake. It's rare when you find a wrestling fan in the wild, right? It is. It's ultra rare. We're just talking. We're getting to know each other a little bit. It's kind of like, well, what do you, what do you do, you know, for fun or whatever. And I tell him, you know, well, what I used to do for fun was, you know, go to baseball games, go to concerts, wrestling shows. I just kind of throw it out there. And he's like, wrestling shows. I'm like, yeah, man, that one. He's like, you're like pro wrestling. And I'm like, yeah, dude. And he goes, I fucking love pro wrestling. Yes. I was like, whoa. And then he starts talking about IWTV, like independent wrestling t- television. Turns out he's a big deathmatch guy. Yep. And he knows his shit. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, he knows his shit, especially in the world of deathmatch. And it's not my bag. But like I always say, uh, like what you like. You Absolutely. Know? And, and I'll respect it. And not only will I respect it, I fucking checked out a little bit of it just so I could chat with them. All right. About it. What do so you got? I only watched a couple matches, but it was this was live. Or no, it wasn't live. It was I watched it that night though. They put live shit up all the time on there. GCW or what? Uh this was IWC No Holds Barred Deathmatch Circus, yeah, volume 4. <laughs> <laughs> and it was set to take place uh in like an outdoor area, but it got rained out, so they moved it to the next. Day. It was gonna be a two nighter. Okay, it gets rained out night one. They move it to like I'm not shitting you. This is a like horse barn, dude. Really? Like, like when the guys come out, it's a sliding wooden door. Like, from, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I only watched two matches because, like I said, I you know you ain't got I can't, the stomach I can't take for that. a whole lot of this, right? Um, match one. <laughs> I know you'll know one of these guys. I. I think you'll probably know at least the name of the other one. Okay. Um, Mance Warner. Oh, hell yeah. Light beers and what is it? Uh, Lariats and light light beers. Lariats and light beers, man. Uh, That's my type of guy. He took on Tony Deppin. Mm, I've heard the name. It's not too tough, Tony, is it? I don't think so. This guy, for deathmatch wrestler, his attire, first of all, he's a little guy. Yeah, that was my first time. And his attire is like short shorts, like... Oh boy, Daisy Dukes, (laughs) and I'm I'm like, I don't want to have as much clothing on as possible. Yeah, when I'm dealing with light tube glass, no light tubes (laughs) in this first match. Um, It's in a barn, (laughs) but they did have a like a sliding closet door instead of a table, which was very unforgiving. They're big on the on the doors. Doors. I've heard a lot of
1: things like that. They're just easier to get than...
0: Well, you can't find those tables anywhere you go to find a a banquet table. They're going to be plastic now. Yes, but Vince McMahon's probably just making them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's cranking those fuckers out. And then um match two was Dale Patricks versus Reed Bentley. Never heard of either one of these guys, really. Nope. But they do a lot of setting up beforehand. So, like, when the match starts, there's already a table in the ring that is covered in... uh beer cans that are cut in half oh and my then like God. stuck onto it. So yes. Yeah. So you know, guys are taking bumps into Oof. that. And then one guy goes under the ring and he pulls out a baseball bat and that too is covered in half beer cans. And that's pretty gnarly. There's, yeah there's there's juice left, right, and center. And <laughs> it's weird because like I said, it's in a horse barn. There's not a lot of people in there. They're all wearing masks but even the vibe like the announcers are like you motherfuckers ready for some deathmatch and I'm yeah. just like it's just a different breed man hey subjective
1: man. art form It is you went to the JCW you know what I'm talking yeah, about Yeah dude
0: I did want to touch on raw because uh yeah I have never seen a man get beaten <laughs> like I saw Dominic
1: Mysterio get beaten I had to g- rewind a little bit cuz Ashley you know I'm st- down came downstairs and i was like and like hey, you don't he, want
0: women and children seeing this
1: no i was like hey you gotta look at this <laughs> i had to well i had to go at the end
0: they did the tie him in the rope thing that we just talked about yes. the other day that we said they don't do anymore yes
1: <laughs> i was proud of that and then i was like look at look when he rolls over on his back because oh, was because it was immediate the ones after even worse you know when it, when it kind of yes when the skin oh, goes God. back to like, the next oh, day oh
0: yeah it's like welcome to the WWE. That was rough, dude. That was uncomfortable. Yeah, but hey,
1: man, he's paying his dues, brother.
0: I get, <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that shit! Oh
1: my god. Um, what about uh, Mr. Flair?
0: Randy Orton with the old low blow, weeping Flair. I I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think? (laughs) Did what did Randy Orton say? Something about you? You got those sad ass crying eyes. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he basically turned into Scott Farkas. It was like, well, go
0: on, cry, Flair, cry. (laughs) Yeah, dude, all you're good for is crying these days. I saw
1: someone on Twitter. I don't know if like the uh, the WWE wrote something for him, but I guess the next day or something, he he put what I wanted to say was, you know what? I don't know what happened if my son is in the business, but I do know that Charlotte was. And she's better than her father. And I was gonna say, same with you, Randy. You're better than your father. And then that would have been that or something. I'm like, well, that was way better. Like I wonder <laughs> I wonder if he like flubbed his lines and you're just like, We've been down the road. You can't <laughs> count on Flair to keep it on track, <laughs> no. dude. I don't know. And then I, I was sitting there and I go, I'm like, he's
0: too old for an RKO. Yeah. Punt well, we don't know if he got punt kicked because the lights went out. Yeah, but a damn retribution. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. Is that when they flipped the car over? I must have missed that. That was just
1: like a weird segment. Like I missed um, the Molotov thing the the week before because I'll I'll fast forward through some of the shit. Yeah. And it's that quick to where I caught it on the replay earlier tonight. I'm like, oh okay. So yeah, they did, and they didn't show the car getting. They showed the car already tipped over. Oh yeah, <laughs> the car was
0: tipped over when I got here. <laughs> yeah, as far as your grandmother, <laughs> she shouldn't have mouthed off like that. Yeah, um, I did think on Raw that that Sasha Bay or no the Bailey Oscar match was fucking great. Yeah, that was good. That, that's kind and of- the Randy Orton KO match was pretty damn good too. Yes, it was. God, I wish they'd do something with KO. I wish too, dude. It, it would be nice. It would be nice. I got a Kevin Owens autograph that's supposed to be coming. I oh, I, yeah. I, I still haven't got that. When was that? Like 2 weeks ago that I ordered was like that? I weeks. don't know. I have
1: a question. What is Goldberg beating KO for the title worse than Goldberg beating The Fiend for the title?
0: Um no. I <sighs> I don't know. I think the fiend should be as far away from that title as possible. Like he should be hunting people. Yeah, and the and he really shouldn't be out for the championship. I don't think it should no. just be all personal stuff. Yes, hunting people. Um, and that was my problem when you when you put the the championship on the fiend so early. It's like I just didn't feel like he needed to be the champion, and now you got to beat him.
1: Right. You know what I mean. And you're, and he's supposed to be unstoppable and like unkillable. Yeah. And they're like. Let's bring in old-ass Goldberg,
0: because he seems
1: to do it time and time again.
0: Yeah, at least that, and we were in attendance. God damn it. It was my I know, bur- it, was it was my KO. birthday. <laughs> <It> fucking sucks. <laughs> when Kevin Owens lost the title to Goldberg. <sighs> eh, what are you going to do? do? <laughs> it's wrestling, kids. <laughs> you ever get in a fight at a Halloween party? <laughs> That's pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys here next week. Uh, for another episode of Dorkside of the Ring We're going to check out uh, Well we're going to check out SummerSlam I'm assuming 96 Yeah, And then we'll definitely have that raw review Complete with all the purchases Check out the Twitter, the Instagram At DorksideOTR Until next week I'm Matt Marby for Adam Tolfson Saying see ya yeah. Bigger than guns Bigger than cigarettes yeah.